Welcome back. It's truly an honor to have you joining us online this morning. I want to introduce myself. My name is Justin Ross. I'm the lead pastor here at Grace Church. And, you know, it's, it's been really amazing to uh, watch the people of God, to watch um, really the, the leaders in Grace Church uh, really step up to the plate during these difficult days. As you can tell, we're, we're doing everything online these days. And we have been streaming our services online for a while now. But we never thought that this is all that we would be doing. And so I, I quickly want to just give a quick shout out to the pastoral team here at Grace Church. Um, they have been working really hard to build the plane while we're flying it. Um, they have been putting in a lot of hours and doing their best to make sure that the message of Jesus continues to flow out from this place. I also want to thank the spiritual leaders here at Grace Church. We refer to them as the elder team. And I want you to know that their hearts are to honor God and to, to really make sure that people are loved and cared for uh, during this time. And they too, they have been working hard. They've been uh, making contact with people and checking in and just making sure that no one is doing life alone during these times. And, you know, things are, things are changing really quickly. I mean, things are, are changing on a daily basis, if not an hourly basis. And all this change that we're experiencing can be hard for us to comprehend. And to be honest, and I think if we're really honest, it can be a little wearisome. It can kind of wear us out a little bit. Can I just speak to you heart to heart this morning? Can I just uh, say that I, I know that there's a lot of tension in these times that we're in. Uh, I know a lot of tension can build up in your in your spirit, maybe in your family, in your home, because maybe you're feeling cooped in, and man, you just want to you want to get out, you want to see your friends. Many of us have never planned to homeschool our children, and now you've become a full time teacher. While at the same time, maybe you're still working or you're trying to juggle your career. Many of us are worried about our jobs and the economy and what things are going to look like when this storm blows over. But can I just give you permission? Can I just give us all permission to be human this morning? None of us are superheroes. None of us are, are, are going to make all the right decisions. You know, all of us at, at some time or another, we're going to struggle. We're, we're not going to do everything perfect. We're not going to make all the right decisions all the time. We, at times we may be very short with our spouse or with our children, and we're not going to get it right all the time. But I am confident in this. We are going to move forward. We are. We are going to do our very best to make sure that people are connecting with God and connecting with each other. We are going to, to do our best to meet people's needs because that's what the people of God do. That's how the people of God respond. That's what the church of God is all about. And let me remind us that the church is not a building. As a matter of fact, the church has left the building. You are the church. The people is the church. You are the church of God and you are a light in the darkness. You will be a force for good in this present day. We will move forward. We will. As I was working on the sermon for today. You know, to be honest with you, I, I was really struggling 
with what to say and what to communicate. Because, man, my heart is just to really speak some words that speak hope and life in, into your lives and into these times. I didn't have a, a lot of clarity on, on what to communicate. I was struggling knowing that a lot of you are on information overload. I mean, you've probably watched and seen and read more news than you care to, to see and, and hear about. And I just didn't want to throw more information your way. So what I did is I, I reached out to a couple trusted leaders and they prayed with me and they gave me some ideas. And what I did was I actually got on my knees and I knelt down in my office at home and I prayed. And this is basically what I prayed. I said, God, I don't know what to say. I need you to give me light for the way. I want you to know I'm, I'm not trying to be kooky or kind of freak you out at all, but the Lord spoke to me in my office, in my home. It wasn't an audible voice, but I could understand what He was leading me and what He was telling me to do. He said, Justin, get up and start typing, and I will help you with what to say. I'll give you light for the way. And so that's what I did. I, I got up off the ground, and I sat down at my desk, and I just started typing, and that's all the Lord gave me. And so I'm going to close in prayer this morning. We're going to be done, okay? No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> As I was typing, the Lord directed my mind to a verse that's written by King David. It's actually a song that David wrote, and some of the lyrics, this is what the lyrics of this song say. It's in Psalm 119, verse 105. But it says, your word or the leading of God is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. And then as I read that verse, the question came to my mind, how do we move forward when the path forward is unclear? Let me ask that one more time. How do we move forward when the path forward is unclear? How do we make decisions in this season of uncertainty? How do we lead our families well? How do we lead, uh, maybe if you have employee or employees, I mean, how do we make decisions? How do we lead people well and care for people well during this time? How do we move forward when the path forward is so unclear? And then the Lord reminded me again of David's song, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Back at the beginning of March of this year, you know, by the way, the month of March felt like a whole year. I think it felt like a year to many of us, but on March 19th, we got the news that our boys' schools were going to be closing down because of COVID-19. And our minds started thinking about how this was going to play out in our family and what this was going to look like, and our future became very uncertain at that time. That night, the night of uh, March 19th, we went to bed, and during the middle of the night, I think a lot of you, especially in Colorado, will remember we got pounded by some wet, heavy snow on that evening. And we woke up early the next morning, and 
while I was making coffee that morning, the power went out in our community and a lot of communities around us. The power just completely went out. And I have to be honest, my first thought was, this is it, okay? A virus, um, school closures, the power just went out. All the zombie movies that I've ever watched came flooding to my mind. And uh, I said, this is it. Like, it's happening. You know, I was freaking out a little bit. And uh, Trisha helped me to find some lanterns, and we got them lit. And it was amazing. Like, our house was pitch black. But as soon as we lit those lanterns, the light filled the room. I actually took a picture of the lantern that we used. We actually never used this lantern, but on this day, it was the hero. I mean, it was cutting the darkness with beautiful light. My mind was drawn back to that morning when we used those lamps, when the power went out. But we we used those lamps and the light cut through the darkness in our living room. Your word or the leading of God is a lamp to guide my feet. First of all, I want to make sure that we understand what your word means, that phrase, your word. When David said your word, he chose a a Hebrew word for, for that phrase that's really incredible. It means God's advice or God's counsel. It can also refer to God's provision. And get this, that phrase that David chose in the Hebrew, when he said your word, the Hebrew word gives reference to the written and the spoken word of God. The obvious example of the written word is the scriptures. By spending time in the scriptures, we will have a guide for our steps. By spending time in the scriptures, uh, we will have a guide for our way. But David was also referring to the spoken word. God speaks to us through His word, but He also speaks to us through His spirit. It's, It's that little whisper from God. It's that little encouragement when the Holy Spirit said, Justin, get up and start typing and I'll help you with what to say. It's that little nudge to to go and serve your neighbor. It's, It's when the Holy Spirit prompts you to apologize to your spouse or to your children when maybe you're feeling a little bit stressed out. Your word, God's advice, God, your counsel, your provision, God, your written and your spoken word is a lamp to guide my feet. So how how does this work? I want to give you four ways that I've seen this work in my life and how I've seen this play out in my life. And the question is, is how does God guide our steps? How does this work? Number one, I would really encourage you to write this down. Uh, Number one, he guides our steps through the scriptures. Trisha and I have have made it a practice throughout our marriage uh, to get up early in the morning. and, And every morning we get up, we make some coffee, and then we read the scriptures together and we pray together. A couple of years ago, we, we downloaded an app called uh, the YouVersion Bible app. And up until this point, we've completed 67 reading plans. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that to give you some ideas. Um, this tool has really been helpful to us to stay focused, to stay organized with our studies. And to be blunt with you, when I miss a day or two, of our morning time, I mean, it messes with me. It knocks me off balance. I love 
the time that my wife and I have together in the scriptures and praying together. There are times when I've, I've missed a day. Maybe it's because I'm traveling or maybe it's when, uh, you know, Tricia has been on a trip or traveling. Or maybe it was when I was just too lazy to get out of bed. Um, but it affects me. It messes with me. I, I need that time in the scriptures. I need that time with God. I need that time in prayer. And I love our time together in the scriptures in the morning. My time spent in the scriptures, it, it gives me fuel for the day. Listen, God will guide your steps through time spent in the scriptures. And if ever we needed a guide for our steps, it's now. Secondly, God guides our steps through His Spirit. The Spirit of God, He comforts us. He, he teaches us. He gently nudges us back on the way when we have a tendency to stray. I like to refer to the Spirit of God as that gentle whisper of guidance. Once again, listen to what Paul said in a letter that he wrote to the churches in Rome. He said this in Romans chapter 15, in verse 13. He said, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. God guides our steps through His Spirit. Thirdly, the way I've seen this play out in my life is He guides our steps through prayer. Now, I I know that prayer can be really difficult for a lot of us. I know sometimes when I kneel down to pray, I I think of every to-do list or everything that I have to get done for the day, and sometimes it's hard to stay focused. Sometimes people, they they don't know how to pray or maybe what to pray for, and sometimes people can struggle with prayer. But I just want to give you a couple words of encouragement to to help your prayer life. Prayer involves speaking and listening. Prayer is communication with the Almighty God. Communication involves listening. Communication involves speaking. But let me be blunt with you. The best communicators are the best listeners. It's not just giving God our list of demands. It's listening to God. It's listening to His guidance. It's listening to His counsel. Prayer is communication with God. Once again, just a thought to encourage you in your prayer life. Some of my best prayer times have come after I've spent time in the Scriptures. I'm trying to listen and learn as I'm reading the scriptures. And then I have a conversation with God about what I just read and how it's playing out in my life and how it might look for that day. God guides our steps through prayer. Listen to the words of the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. God will guide your steps through prayer. And then number four this morning, the way I've seen this play out in my life is God guides our steps through His people. God uses people to encourage us, to to meet our needs at times, to, to give us counsel, to give us wisdom when we need it. I don't know about you, but I've had people in my life that 
at just the right time, man, they, they helped me to laugh or they, they spoke some truth into my life that I really needed to hear or they gave me some hope when I was really feeling hopeless. God has used people in my life to encourage me, to, to build me up many times. People that have encouraged me and filled me with hope. During these difficult days, I love how people are still finding ways to laugh and still finding ways to meet each other's needs and still finding ways to encourage each other. Just a couple days ago, I actually walked out on the front porch of our house and I saw this rock sitting on our front deck. You see, uh, my wife is from Ohio and uh, my family, we're, we're Ohio State Buckeye fans. And so we cheer for Ohio State and we knew exactly who it was that put this Michigan State rock on our front deck. And even, you know, even in the season of sheltering, our friends are still talking trash. And I love it. You know, I love it. They were, it was such an encouragement. It made me laugh even in this tense season that we're in. You see, God uses people to brighten our days, to encourage one another, to help guide our steps. God blesses us with good friends to guide our steps. I can't tell you how many one another verses there are in the scriptures. So many times throughout the scriptures, we're encouraged to love one another, to support one another. I want to just list a couple of the one another verses that are in the scriptures. Listen to this. Love one another. Be devoted to one another. Live in harmony with one another. Build up one another. Care for one another. Serve one another. Carry one another's burdens. Forgive one another. Be patient with one another. Comfort one another. Show hospitality to one another. Pray for one another. And there's so many more. It's incredible. God will guide our steps through the Scriptures. He will guide our steps through His Spirit, through prayer, and through His people. Your Word, or the leading of God, is a lamp to guide my feet. Now, a guide for our feet is focused on the here and now. All those four things that I just listed, those are the guides that are going to help us for the here and now, the present day, the, the decisions that we have to make on a daily basis. The second part of this song, the lyrics that David wrote say, and a light for my path. The leading of God is, is not only going to guide our current steps, but it's also going to give us light for our path. God will not only guide us through our current situation, but he will give us light for our way. I've encouraged the, the leadership teams here at Grace Church to, to be thinking forward about 10 or 11 weeks. You know, I think it would be crazy for us to try to come up with a three-year plan or a five-year plan. I mean, things are changing so rapidly, but we need to be looking forward. And, and man, looking out 10 or 11 weeks, and, and God will give us light for our path. When you think of light for a path, it's, it's not being able to see our entire future. It's being able to see far enough ahead to give us encouragement for our next steps. There's, there's going to be some bends in the path. There's going to be some curves in the road. 
But the light will help us to stay on the path. The light will help us to navigate those bends and those curves. The leading of God will not only guide our feet and our steps in this present time, but the leading of God will also give us light for the path. You see, the picture that David was painting through this song that he was writing was a picture of forward movement. We're supposed to be moving forward. We will continue to move forward. We will continue to take steps forward. We won't make all the right decisions. Uh, we're going to struggle at times. We're not going to make, uh, you know, we're not going to do everything perfect. But we will move forward. We will get through this. And God will give us light for the way. You know, it's, it's been amazing. It has been so encouraging to me. It has been amazing to watch the church of God, the people of God, respond during this COVID-19 crisis. Right here in our own communities, many of you have taken the For Our Neighbors Challenge and many needs have been met. Many neighbors have been blessed because of your efforts of reaching out and um, checking in on people and making phone calls and making runs to the grocery stores and picking up medications. It's been awesome. It's been amazing to watch. You know, many churches across the nation have met people's needs in very creative ways. Church parking lots have been used as uh, supply drop zones to, to get resources and groceries and supplies to the most vulnerable and those who are in most need right now. Churches across the nation have used Facebook Live and YouTube and other streaming services to proclaim the message of Jesus and spread hope instead of fear. Christian organizations have gone above and beyond to meet the needs of people. Ministries like Samaritan's Purse, for example, uh, they deployed field hospitals to New York and Italy. You know, New York has been one of the hardest hit areas in the United States, and they deployed a, a field hospital. And I wanted to show you a picture of this field hospital, hospital that's set up in New York's Central Park. I mean, that, that's what God's people do. They respond. They, they meet people's needs in the name of Jesus. That's what they do. And why do God's people do this? Because our Savior, Jesus, led by example. Jesus came from heaven and he came to earth. He came to this world that's broken. He came to this world that's very needy. He came to this very vulnerable world. And Jesus, he came to experience what you and I experience. He came to live like we live. He experienced hunger. He cried. He experienced the loss of friends. and uh, He experienced betrayal. He became fully human. He knew what it was to laugh. And then Jesus went to the cross. And He went to the cross as a sacrifice to pay the debt for our brokenness, my brokenness, your brokenness. Jesus gave all of himself to make a way for us to be redeemed. And that's why God's people respond the way that they do in a crisis, because their Savior, Jesus Christ, set the example. He led the way. Listen, friends, Jesus gave his life so that you could be forgiven, so that you could experience peace, even in the midst of chaos. 
You could experience hope and peace that only comes from God. He came so that you could look death right in the face without any fear, knowing that death is not the end. Knowing that Jesus has already conquered death. Knowing that because of your faith in Jesus, you will live again. You will see your loved ones again. And you will have this confident hope that only comes from God. Listen, I want to invite you today. I want to invite you to put your faith in Jesus Christ. How many of you watching online this morning would say, yes, I, I need that assurance today. I need that peace of God in my life. I need that kind of hope. Here, in just a moment, I'm going I'm to lead you in a very simple prayer. And I want you to know that if you make this decision today, it's not just a once and done decision. You are asking God to come in and invade your life. <laughs> You're asking Jesus to change your life. And He will do it. Listen, this is a big deal. You're saying, Jesus, I want You to be the center of my life. Jesus, I want You to be my God. And listen, if you make that decision this morning, I want to encourage you to let us know. And the reason why is because we want to encourage you in your faith. We want to help you grow in your faith. And you can let us know that you're making this decision by emailing us at info at gracedurango.com or you can take a really bold step this morning and in the comment section uh, below me talking right here, you can put in the comment section that you're deciding to follow Jesus. You can say, yes, I want to be a follower of Jesus. Yes, I'm surrendering my life to Him. Listen, we have a ton of people watching online and I'm going to encourage you right where you are wherever you are, to pray this prayer. Pray it out loud. Say it out loud and ask Jesus to be your Lord, to be your God this morning. So if you would pray this after me. Heavenly Father, please forgive my sins. Jesus, save me and make me new. Fill me with your Holy Spirit so that I can follow you and serve you for the rest of my life. Use me to shine your light, to show your love, and to spread your hope. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for saving me. My life is not my own. I give it all to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to give you just a moment to celebrate what God has done this morning. I want to invite the worship team to come back up. And uh, they're going to lead us in, in praising God this morning. You see, we praise God in the good times, and we also praise God when times are hard. So I want to encourage you to lift up your voices, lift up His name, and give Him praise this morning. Sing out and celebrate what God has done 
this morning. God bless you. Um, I'm praying for you. Love you. Once again, thanks for tuning in. And uh, let's just continue to worship God together this morning.